You are listening to a Blazing Caribou Studios production. Support and subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash blazingcariboustudios. Well, last week on Fish Club, we learned how to sex a pike. And this week we're going to learn how to feed a goldfish. Now, contrary to what most people think, the goldfish has a ravenous appetite. If it doesn't get enough protein, it gets very thin, its bones begin to stick out, and its fins start to fall off. So once a week, give your goldfish a really good meal. Here's one specially recommended by the Board of Irresponsible People. First, some cold consomme or gazpacho, then some sausages with spring greens, soaked potatoes, bread, gravy, the RSPCA wish it to be known that that man was not a bona fide animal lover and also that goldfish do not eat sausages. Shut up. They are quite happy with breadcrumbs, ants, eggs, and... Who wrote that? Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Varmints Podcast where every week we do a whole bunch of research to educate ourselves and you, the listener, on all things that creep, crawl, slither, fly, jump, hop, and swim on this planet one animal at a time. I'm Paul, I'm your co-host, I have a cold, and I am not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I am also not an animal expert, but today we're going to talk about an animal I do have a little bit of expertise on, and that is goldfish. But first, the news. This is Varmin's Headline News with your anchorman, some guy named Paul. Thank you, Matthew. Taylor Dean of San Antonio, Texas has a YouTube channel that is educational animal videos. And last week, her friend Derek shared an invention with her. Derek, who works at the San Antonio Aquarium Design Center recently helped a goldfish who is suffering from swim bladder disease, a common ailment that prevents aquarium fish from staying right side up. Derek ran some plastic tubing around the fish's body and added some valves and some weight and some styrofoam, and he tinkered with it until the fish was able to swim by itself easily. He later added a little bit of mesh to go in between the fish and the wheelchair. And there are nice little pictures of this online, and it looks adorable, and it's ingenious, but is it beneficial to the fish? Dr. Catherine McClave, who is a marine biologist, told Smithsonian.com that while the tiny flotation device is certainly very, very clever, that it runs the risk of chafing the skin of the fish and then making the fish susceptible to whatever is in the water. And then it's really easy for them to get like a systemic bacterial infection. And Dr. McClave recommends that you should just take the goldfish to the veterinarian. If you lived in my house when I was a kid, uh, you basically just flushed them down the toilet because you didn't know what was wrong with them. <laughs> I hate to say that, but oh, yeah, terrible. if you have a sick goldfish, take it to the vet. We'll, we'll put pictures of this little goldfish in its little wheelchair. It doesn't actually have wheels. It's just a little uh, a piece of tubing and a little piece of a, like a, uh, what do you call those, zip ties with a little piece of styrofoam, and it kind of just keeps the, uh, the fish upright, and it's cute. Oh, I think it's fine. I mean, I agree with the scientist. She's like she's right you should just take him to the doctor if he gets sick for sure but i think while he's recovering it's probably not going to hurt him i didn't even know that you could take goldfish to the veterinarian i figured that was kind of like taking you know like taking a bic lighter to the mechanic (laughs) 
No, you can you can take your fish to the veterinarian, and a lot of people will. Like the fish in this picture, I'm not 100% sure, but I think he's a ranchu, which is a pretty um, expensive and special kind of goldfish. Oh, so, look at you. So he's kind of fancy. I think he's a ranchu. But anyway, right. he's a fancy variety, and if you're going to have fancy goldfish, they definitely need to have a vet because they have a little more... They're a little more specially bred than the Comets and Commons, which are the regular goldfish. Uh, Taylor Dean, that has this YouTube channel, she is supposed to put up a video of this uh, little goldfish in its wheelchair um, mm -hmm. probably tomorrow. So I, we're, we'll try to have that video for you in the show notes. Okay, just a reminder to go to BlazingCaribouStudios.com for links to the audio and our show notes for today's episode. We are also on Twitter and Instagram, and I believe we have a Reddit channel now, too, and at Varmint's Podcast, all one word, and at varmintpodcastgmail.com for questions, comments, stories, suggestions, and chicken recipes. Yes, we're still <laughs> taking chicken recipes. If you like the show, head on over to iTunes or Stitcher and give us a nice little rating and review. Absolutely. Let's learn about goldfish. <laughs> the kingdom of animals is fascinating. Now I'm going to tell you about their behavior and living pattern. So come on. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? We are blathering about goldfish this week. The goldfish is a freshwater fish. It's a relatively small member of the carp family that it's uh, native to East Asia. It was one of the earliest fish to be domesticated. It was first domesticated in China more than a thousand years ago. Goldfish breeds very greatly in size, body shape, fin configuration, and coloration. Uh, various combinations of white, yellow, orange, red, brown, and black are seen in goldfish. Some of them have those eyes that are all popped out and weird looking. So goldfish are one of the most commonly kept aquarium fish. Goldfish are commonly a starter fish for a lot of people, and that's maybe not the best idea because they are pretty work-intensive goldfish. They poop a lot. A lot. <laughs> they poop a lot, yes, goldfish. Yes, And uh, you've got to be, like, on them every second. Like, they are, you, they're not a pet that you can just leave. You know how people get betta fish and they're like, yeah, I sort of, I feed them every now and then and that's it well these aren't like that at all they you've got to really get in and, and learn about how to take care of them they're not a great starter fish so having said that i'm going to talk about the uh have you ever heard this idea that goldfish have a three second memory i've heard that before yes yeah that's not at all true um any goldfish owner knows this no way dude <laughs> Way, way. <laughs> In fact, they can have super good memories for fish. So they can be trained um, to respond in various ways to certain colors of light, um, different kinds of music, all sorts of stuff. They can remember things that they're taught as much as a year later. And uh, researchers have successfully taught them to play fetch, um, to do the limbo, play soccer, push levers. <laughs> Um, there's great. one study that I'll link up to the website that shows um, goldfish have been trained to hit a lever to dispense food at a certain time of day. And the rest of the day, they learned that pushing the lever would do nothing, so they eventually learned to ignore the lever, except for the prescribed time of day that they're supposed to be pushing the lever. So wow. They've actually got really decent memories, 
Um, and uh, yeah, they they're they're super smart for fish. So, and I mean, I can tell you from experience that they recognize. I've I've read studies um, early on when I was starting to take care of goldfish about what their intelligence is like, and they they can recognize voices. They can differentiate the humans who are coming near their tank. They recognize you, and I think if you think about it in the way that um, you're the one feeding them, so <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. they have a reason to know who you are. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> and my fish definitely knew who I was. They definitely knew who I was. Um, anybody else that passed by the tank, they were sort of indifferent to. But when I approached the tank, totally different reaction. So That is so neat. It is super neat, and they are definitely not dumb fish, and they definitely have longer memories than the myth. So debunked! <laughs> I think they did that on Mythbusters, too. I think they did the uh, goldfish memory thing on there, and I don't remember what they came up with. But yeah, goldfish are a lot smarter than you think they are. Yeah. Uh, they eat a lot. Yes, they do. I like to eat! So do goldfish. They love it. Uh, their mm -hmm. diet consists of crustaceans, insects, and various plant matter. And like most fish, they're opportunistic feeders, and they don't stop eating on their own. So when you overfeed them, it can be bad for their health. Usually it blocks up their intestines. And uh, this happens most often with selectively bred goldfish. Mm -hmm. Because some of that breeding can result in a, a very convoluted intestinal tract. So you have to be careful yep. when feeding them. Yep. When they eat too much, they produce more waste and more feces, partially due to incomplete protein digestion. And usually when your fish is swimming around in the tank, and I think we've all seen it where the fish is swimming and they got a long string of poop trailing behind them, mm -hmm. that means you might be feeding them too much. Yep. Or they're bullying the other fish and getting all the food. <laughs> they, or that, yeah. <laughs> Although goldfish don't do that quite as much as some other fish do, but every once in a while. Because their diet is rather diverse, domesticated goldfish that people keep in their homes are actually pretty affordable to feed. Even the best goldfish food on the market is uh, it's relatively inexpensive. And it's mm -hmm. certainly goldfish are certainly cheaper to feed than even like a dog or a cat. Mm-hmm. However, goldfish are becoming an ecological nightmare in Australia, Nevada, Colorado, and Alberta, Canada. Yep. The New York Times did a report in September of 2016 on feral goldfish, which we'll link to uh, that article in the show notes. The goldfish in Australian waterways have been traced back to a handful of pet goldfish that were dropped in a creek more than 20 years ago. Holy crap. And these goldfish are growing as long as 16 inches long and weighing up to four pounds. And they're becoming one of the world's worst invasive aquatic species. Uh, their appetites are impacting the food chain. They're uprooting vegetation and disturbing sediment, which can trigger algae growth. And female goldfish produce up to 40,000 eggs a year and are capable of interbreeding with other species of native carp. So goldfish are becoming a problem in the wild. Yeah. They're kind of reverting back to some behaviors that have, you, you would think that it was bred out of them, but apparently not. They're just becoming completely different fish when you put them in the wild. Um, the article suggests that if you have goldfish and you don't want to keep it or you can't keep it, just give it away to a hobbyist or a responsible aquarium or a pet store. Don't dump them in a lake and don't, don't even dump them down the toilet. Don't even flush no. them down the toilet. You should never flush a goldfish. No. Never. If, if you're on a septic system, they can actually they actually have a small chance of surviving that. Yep. And then they can get into lakes and ponds and and there you go. 
Oh, and the, can you imagine the torture of going through that? It's just not... I mean, even if the fish is dead, it's not a pleasant way to dispose no. of the fish. No, just... Yeah. And I think we've all... Anybody that has had fish, I think, has probably flushed a fish down the toilet. I know I've flushed fish down the toilet because I didn't really know any better and I didn't know what else to do with them, you know? And I didn't want to put them in the garbage because then you just... They just stink, you know? Yeah. Well, you just gotta bury them. I was lazy. I flushed them. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. With <laughs> my, the first couple that died on me, I did too. I didn't realize that it was such a problem for the um, waste system. But now I know, and I would never do it again. So. Yep. All right. Hey, it's disclaimer time. The Varmints Podcast knows that it's not fair to compare animal intelligence to human intelligence, but then we only really have the yardstick of ourselves to go by, so we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like... Uh... Your opinion, man. And this week, before I did the research, I was I thought I was gonna have to give out the first one on a scale of one to ten. Oh I, wow. I didn't I didn't think and I think most people don't think that goldfish are, are very smart, but once I did the research, holy cow, they're as smart as any other domesticated animal. They can be taught like you were talking about before, they can be taught complicated tricks. Mm -hmm. uh, researchers have shown that goldfish can tell the difference between classical music by Bach and Stravinsky. Yeah, I'm not surprised. They can also distinguish the difference between human voices, like I was talking about earlier. Yes, because they so, can hear. They can listen. I gave them a six. I used to talk to my fish all the time, and people would think I was crazy, but they respond. They loved it. You know, and at the time, I probably would have thought you were crazy, too. Yeah. But yeah, no, I went, I gave him a one originally. And then after I did the research, I gave him a six. Now I landed at five and I'll tell you why. The only reason is that they don't use tools on their own. Okay. They're trainable, but they don't do this behavior on their own. They don't in the, you know, in their own tank swimming around, just being normal goldfish. They don't go, oh, I think I'm going to push that lever and see what happens. You know, it's something <laughs> you have to prompt them to do. So I'm going to land at five. But I'm with you. They are super smart for fish. And um, they're amazing. And they're a lot of fun. Okay. Hey, uh, we are going to talk about pop culture. We're going to talk about keeping goldfish as pets. We're going to have some nice little stories. But before we do that, these messages. Do you ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? Do you ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock! And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast, and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jockandnerd! And now for something completely different. Hey, you know, me and Donna are just a couple of nerds like you, and we don't see animals up close and in person very often. So let's talk a little bit about where we see them most of the time on movies, TV, and video games, and you wouldn't think that there would be a whole lot of goldfish in pop culture, but there, there are a few. There's a handful. And I'm going to start with The Cat in the Hat, the book by Dr. Seuss. Basically, it's a rainy day. There's a couple of bored kids, and a giant cat wearing a top hat shows up wanting to have some fun, and a goldfish in a nearby bowl is not having any of it. He gets pissed off and tells the cat to leave. And I did not know that there was a live-action version of this movie starring Jim Carrey out there in the world. Apparently, it wasn't so good. It got like 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh -huh. But uh, here is the moment where the fish finally speaks up in that movie. Ah, uh, 
I know lots of good tricks, and I'll stop this right now. Uh-huh. Who said that? Me. Remember the fish came home in a baggie, loved me for two weeks, and then nothing. The fish is talking. Well, sure he can talk, but is he saying anything? No. Hey, socks, can it? This cat should not be here. He should not be about. He should not be here when your mother is out. Come on, kids. You're going to listen to him? He drinks where he pees. <laughs> <laughs> so that, the, the poor little fish, he's simply just too small and powerless to do anything. So the cat has his fun, destroys the house, and then he cleans it up and he disappears. And the end. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, first published in 1957 to promote literacy in early childhood and to replace the boring reading primers that were in schools back then at that time. And it remains one of the most popular children's books, and it's even used to teach children philosophy and ethics. You mean those Dick and Jane books? Yeah, see, You Dick know, I had, those, I had those in my kindergarten. Did you? I did. We were behind the times. The, uh, the Cat in the Hat is widely credited with killing those books. Mm. Because it was just so much more fun to read. Yes. The website teachingchildrenphilosophy.org has guidelines for discussions that parents can have with their children about trust and responsibility and social expectations and lying that revolve around this very book. Mm -hmm. Uh, Questions like, if that goldfish is telling you to kick a giant cat out of the house, would you listen? (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Although I think they should have probably listened to the fish. Don't Don't let large, strange cats into your house. Yeah, no, you probably shouldn't do that. Also, if you have a talking goldfish, find a way to make money off of that. (laughs) You definitely need to tell somebody who has a biology degree, for sure. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This goldfish is talking! They're going to want to... Somebody will write them a grant to study it, for sure, so... I found this little obscure thing. There was a Tom and Jerry episode called Jerry and the Goldfish. And I don't remember seeing this as a kid. But it's adorable. It's basically just they have a goldfish in the house. And Tom uh, hears this recipe on the radio for fish. And so he uh, tries to eat the goldfish. And Jerry tries to stop him because it's his buddy. You see him at the beginning feeding him a cracker. And they're hanging out and being pals and stuff. And, of course, hijinks ensue. So. Yes. This is Tom and Jerry. So. Yep. And uh, here is uh, Tom at the beginning of the episode. He's kicking back. He's taking a break from chasing Jerry around. He's listening to the radio. And uh, here's the clip. And now the great chef Francois will give to you a special secret recipe for Fina Lahadi. This is uh, the most delicious dish what you have ever tasted. Such a delicate aroma, such exquisite taste, it will melt your mouth. Are you ready? Into a pot of boiling water, put two carrots, two onions, a string bean, a paprika, two eggs, a pinch of parsley, a dash of pepper, (laughs) and the last and the most important thing, one... Small, fresh fish. (laughs) I was telling you before the episode that I love how there's not a whole lot of dialogue in Tom and Jerry 
cartoons, yeah. they usually the music is is the dialogue most of the time, and you yeah. can just hear that music going from relaxed and chilling out and listening to the radio to sinister evil. I gotta go catch a fish right now and eat it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much just music and foley effects. But there you go. There you go. It's the <laughs> silly, silly cartoons. You know that recipe sounded pretty good. I like to eat. <laughs> I like to eat too. Donna, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'll ask it anyway. Would you eat goldfish? No. Mm-mm. No, goldfish are bred for pets. I would never eat them. Um, but here's the other point. They're small. Processing them would be a hassle. There's plenty of little fish to eat that don't require all that mess. Um, there's sardines, there's pickled herring, there's kippers, there's anchovies. And I like eating all of those. Oh, me um, too. But there's no need to do it with the goldfish. So I don't think eating them... I just don't think people need to bother, basically. Nah. I wouldn't nah. do it because they're pets, but I don't know if you would if you would bother. I, so. I think I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I When I was like 18, 17 or 18... And I, basically, the list of things that I would not eat is very, very small. <laughs> and um, my friends knew this, so they said, hey, why don't you eat a can of sardines? You know, like, sardines are so gross. <laughs> like, all right, I bought, a, I bought a can of sardines from the store, and I got a package of crackers, and, man, I've been eating sardines ever since. Yeah. Sardines are awesome. <laughs> don't eat goldfish. Just go get a can of sardines. I lived in Britain for a while, so I got to experience the joys of kippers. Sure. Oh, kippers are so good. And the only way you can get them in the United States is canned. But uh, get that tan, that tin of kipper herring and oh, crackers. Yeah. It's Yummy. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with goldfish. Yeah, you don't need to bother. Keep them as pets like me and Donna have before. Yeah. I'm going to keep them as pets again. I just, all, my goldfish all passed on. They were pretty old, so. Oh, How old did yeah. they get before they uh, before they died? Um, so they can live variable times. It just kind of depends on the fish and your water quality and the quality of their diet and stuff. Um, mine lived about 10 years, I think. So. Wow, that's great. Yeah, that was pretty good. So it was sad because they were at the end just going one at a to just one every other day, like goodbye. You know? oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh no! Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> it was sad, but uh, I really enjoyed having them while I had them, and they all had names, and I, I had a notebook of uh, their different names and the descriptions of them, so that I could tell the difference between them while they were moving. Yep. Um, and eventually I learned the differences and I knew which one was which. But in the beginning, when I had 12 to begin with. So, um, and the reason was, well, this is a kind of a sad story, but they told me to cycle my tank by using feeder goldfish. So, um, and that I should expect some of them to die. Yes. I think a lot of people are under the impression that goldfish don't last very long and that they're kind of maybe a disposable pet. But they can actually last 10, like you said, 10, 20 years, enough time for you to get really good and attached to them. And But Mm -hmm. the key is like water quality and And making sure they have enough room and diet. Um, Mm -hmm. And light. And light. Okay. In Italy, it is illegal to have a goldfish in a bowl. Like you you know how you always see like the goldfish in the little bowl. And even when we were talking about Tom and Jerry and, and Dr. Seuss, and even in the like the drawing that Phil Rude did for us this week, that was you know a goldfish in a bowl. Yeah. 
You should not keep your goldfish in a bowl. It's too small. No, that will drastically shorten their lifespan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first of all, no pet is disposable. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, you were talking about how people say, you know, they think of them as disposable pets. Well, people do think that. People think that about hamsters and stuff like that. I agree with you. They do think that, but no pet is disposable, so we want to just get that right right out of the way. Yes. <laughs> um, and people do form relationships of a sort with these fish. They're not the same relationships as you would with another mammal. There's just no way to accomplish that. They are completely different chain on the tree of life and they they think differently than we do but you can interact with them for sure and you can have a relationship with them the relationship is person who brings the food and food recipient but it's fine (laughs) there's nothing complicated about it right yeah my goldfish basically uh were not expected to live they were expected to cycle a tank and then i thought i would have to get some more and i thought this was just something you had to do but since since then, I've changed my opinion. Um, but anyway, only I think one of them died initially. Only one. And uh, I managed to get... I had a 55-gallon tank, which isn't enough room for a fully grown goldfish. But I managed through diligent water changes and being really attentive for 10 years to keep most of them alive for about, I would say, 8 years. And I think the half of them were gone. We had a problem once where there was a fish apocalypse where about half of them bit the dust. <laughs> because, yes, what happened was a three year old, an unattended three year old, grabbed my fish food and dumped the whole thing into the tank. Oh, no. Yeah. And I lost like five fish. It was oh. really sad. My little gold one, one of them was the only one that was gold, like that coppery gold color they come in. And mm-hmm. uh, he died, and yeah, half of them. Half of them passed on because of drastic overfeeding, but my friends in Texas who are goldfish keepers were talking me through what to do and, you know, just change the water, and they had little chlorine burns because the water changes had to be so rapid and mm-hmm. everything, And uh, but, like, half of them survived. <laughs> my Texas friends were like, we didn't think you were going to save any of them, so... <laughs> yeah. We were just talking you through it, hoping that <laughs> one might make it, but the fact that about half of them made it is a miracle. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but the rest of them lived for the rest of the the time. Um, but the rest of them made it to about ten years. Maybe one made it to about eleven. I think I had like one lonely goldfish right at the end. <laughs> no. um, and uh, yeah, I had a really great time with them. They are super good pets. That is so. nice. Do you have goldfish? I had goldfish when I was a kid because my mother would not allow animals in the house. So we never had a dog or a cat or anything. The only thing that we were allowed to have was fish growing up. Mm -hmm. So we had a lot of freshwater tanks with a lot of different kinds of fish in those tanks. And I did my best, but I didn't really do the homework like you're supposed to do when you have a freshwater tank. So I probably had, you know the overcrowded tank and I probably didn't change the water out as often as I should have and my fish lasted a while but they didn't last as long as they could have because I just was an idiot and then when I first got married my wife and I bought a fish tank we set it up we went to the pet store the the owner said okay I'm going to sell you 12 of these feeder goldfish and just like you probably most of them are going to die and probably three or four Mm -hmm. of them did die but the rest of them made it 
And so we had an overcrowded mm-hmm. little 15-gallon tank with about, uh, yeah, Oof. with a lot of more goldfish than we should have had in that tank. And then algae started forming on the sides of the tank. And my very well-meaning, sweet, wonderful wife decided that she was going to treat the algae with something that she knew worked very, very well against algae, and that was bleach. And uh, she put right? a few capfuls oh. of bleach in the tank, and then I had no more fish. <gasps> oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sure she felt terrible. She feels terrible about it. <sighs> but I do. Oh. Now we have... Um, we had a dog, and now we have another dog, and I think I would like to set up another freshwater tank. Those are those are nice to have, especially for my nephews. I think to have something like that for when my nephews come over to look at and to, uh, you know, teach them about fish, I think that would be nice to have. They are fun. They're really fun. Yeah, it's just you should know that uh, anybody listening to the show that wants to have goldfish for any freshwater fish, you should never put any cleaning chemicals of any <laughs> no, sort in your tank. No, do not do that. Tank. Um, because they're really sensitive to it, and uh, I've just gotten used to the fact that with fish, goldfish tanks, you have to clean everything with just hot water and your, your hands, just clean hands right. and hot water. And we were talking about this before <laughs> um, in the show. If you have a little bit of algae in the tank and it's interfering with your view, just scrape it off and let it sink to the bottom, and the fish will eat it. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about how that's sort of a human-centric idea that algae is bad. Algae isn't bad. The fish like it, and it's perfectly fine. (laughs) People just don't like the way that it looks. So I just sort of got it into my head that I would just scrape it off now and then and not worry about it. It just, once you sort of change your mindset of like, well, does the fish care about it? Is the fish comfortable? Um, then you you start seeing things in a little bit different yep. way. So that's it's kind of interesting. But they, they had the best little personalities. They definitely had different personalities between them. I, I, uh, I remember my fish would do this behavior of the belly wiggle, something I call the goldfish sure, belly I've wiggle. When they were hungry, they would point their noses at the top of the tank and wiggle their bellies and then dip their heads and bring them up again. <laughs> so, and then wiggle their belly. So they'd point down, point up, belly wiggle, point down, point up, belly wiggle. And it means, feed me, look how cute I am. <laughs> or whatever fish equivalent of that. It probably just means, feed me, this behavior makes you feed me. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm hoping this behavior will make you feed me. I must have fed them once when they did that or... I have no idea, but if you've seen that behavior as well, you can see, you can tell how adorable it is. So, I think that's a good takeaway for this episode. Is it, you know, goldfish are great pets. You know, definitely have one as a pet, but do your homework. Learn how to take care of it. Learn what it needs. Learn how much space it needs. Mm-hmm. Learn how to feed them properly. And uh, goldfish will yeah, last exactly. you a long time. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. The Varmints Podcast is brought to you with technical support by Matthew Chomo. And, of course, our music, as always, is by Kevin McLeod. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And until next time... Be nice to animals, even fish. You've been listening to a Blazing Caribou Studios production. Support and subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash blazingcariboustudios.